All right. So I don't know how do you, how do you guys usually start this? <laughs> do we have an intro? Um, what is our podcast name again? What's <laughs> what's going on with Eddie and Diego? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of What's Going On. Hello. Um, today is Father's Day. June which, twi- 21st. June 21st, yeah. that's right, yeah. Did your kid do anything for you? Nah, my kid's an asshole. <laughs> Just plays Fortnite all day. Doesn't care about his dad. Oh, I haven't even checked out the new Fortnite update, honestly. Did I played you like it? a few games. Okay, my, my immediate thought, I was like, Epic's kind of woke, like... This is climate change. They're trying to tell us something. What happened? Did everything drown? It's basically like everything is fucking flooded. Really? And like just the bottom right quadrant of the map is kind of the same and it's all land. But everything else is just like an archipelago. There's water everywhere. But also, they put windmills up everywhere. Huh, interesting. I was like, I think Epic's like (laughs) trying to... It's the future of us. Yeah. But they also put like these big ass sharks everywhere in the water, which one... How do you how do you hurt get you? around? Really? Yeah, you swim, but I think if you like fish, you can catch a shark and then like water ski with it or something. <laughs> there's some weird stuff. I like that. It's yeah. There's a I don't know. I only played a few games, so I don't know all of it. I don't know. I was downloading the update yesterday, and I saw it was 12 gigs, and I was it 12 I, gigs? Yeah, I went oh. to bed. <laughs> it was not enough for me. But so. Is most of the map just water and you can't really do anything there? Like, is there underground, underwater bases or anything? No, you can't. It, yeah, you can't dive under the water or anything. You just got to swim from one place to the next. Oh, that sounds tough. It's very, it's like, give me like Far Cry vibes, kind of. Oh, yeah? Because it's kind of like dystopian, post-apocalyptic. Huh. Interesting. Okay. It, it's worth a, worth a look, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. I have something to look forward to. So, it's a new season, then? Is that what it is? Yes, season three of oh, chapter two. God. I Which, buy a you, battle pass. Yeah, oh. I know. It's just, that sucks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Comment your thoughts on Fortnite, uh, everyone. <laughs> I played a little bit of, um, what's it called, Warzone? Oh, really? I re-downloaded it. Do you it. like it? Yeah, it's fun with people, I'd say. Yeah. Um, But it's so serious. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. It's like... It's way slower of a game, mm-hmm. but it's not as slow as, like... I remember playing Battlefield back in the day, and Battlefield was, like, just... It's just a whole war. Yeah. And it's it's closer to that, I'd say, but not, like, Battlefield. Right. Um, I see lots of TikToks of it, and it looks pretty serious. Yeah. There's... You can still be, like, a ridiculous video game character. <laughs> Where Battlefield, I felt like you had to play like it was your real life. <laughs> Right. Um, you can't really get hurt. Yeah. Or die. I still like, there's this thing called Gulag where it's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what it is? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's the best thing where you die and then you get put into a 1v1 match in prison. <laughs> and if you win the 1v1, you get to come back out alive. And in single player, I was like, man, this is so annoying. You kill somebody, they can come back. But, oh, that's uh, true, yeah. But in multiplayer, because, like, your teammates just get picked off randomly. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll get just sniped from 250 yards. Sure. And it, that's frustrating. But if you can win that match and come back, it's like, all right, we got a chance to win this. That sounds again. hardcore. Yeah. Sounds cool. Um, but if you're playing without a mic or if you're playing, I don't know, you, you need people that you know right. to to run it. Cause, also, like, a lot of space. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it's, like, 100 gigs or something. <laughs> 
yeah. That's insane. That's the insane part. I want... I guess the PS5 dropped, so that's cool. Oh, I saw that thing, yeah. You it's very... It? It's like the kind of weird white curved yeah, looking it's, thing. It's controversial, apparently. Oh, really? Why? I don't know. People love it or hate it. Like sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It's definitely different. I don't know if I'll get it. I like the look of it. Yeah. Are you going to switch? Switch over? <sighs> Dude, I don't know. Has Xbox come out with their new thing? Xbox came out with that, like, black cube thing. What? Yeah, remember? I've not heard of this. It's like it's called the Series X, I think. Huh. And so it's basically just, like, a rectangular cube. <laughs> nice. Um, it's very clean. I mean, it's very minimalist, and it fits right in there. Yeah. And then the PS5 just looks like a mini piece of architecture. It does, yeah. Um, Something I, you'd see on state campus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> Um, but it's white, so white is a little concerning. White, it looks good, like fresh out the box. But yeah. I wonder if it'll like turn yellow over time. <laughs> I've looked at some of the new games; they look pretty nice because they're making a new Spider-Man. Yeah. And the first one was great, and it's PS or PlayStation exclusive. But then they're also just there's Last of Us too, which oh, I really? didn't even get to play Last of Us one. Neither did I. I don't know. I heard that was a super. I've been so game. busy. I just <laughs> no time for video games. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Did you ever see the like Unreal Five engine or something? Uh uh-uh. uh That whoever makes it release is that Epic also? Honestly, they use it. Yeah, they use Unreal Engine. I I think Epic makes Unreal. Maybe like, they that do. was how they were making money. Right. Um, Borderlands uses that too. Yes, a, a like, boatload of games. Games use it. Heavy duty games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's insane. Like, is it? <laughs> it is crazy i i just can't even like believe like because when you're walking they have like all the light textures correct sure and yeah. then like all the water textures are like way better games are looking crazy <clears throat> these days and, like oh it's so nuts i can't imagine like vr with some of that stuff dude that'd be crazy never come back <laughs> <laughs> yeah Honestly, oh, that'd be so crazy. I was reading something that I, as a perspective, I didn't really realize. Um, but apparently, the cool thing about consoles, mm-hmm. as opposed to PC, um, is that when game developers make them, they can optimize it so much for that console because they know that everyone has the exact same console. Right. They're all working with the same thing. Like so, hardware kind of <laughs> Yeah, stuff? everyone yeah. has the exact same hardware. All the pieces and components work together. And so they can optimize so much right. for that console that you end up getting a product that looks really good. Hmm. Where, like, if people start optimizing for, like, PC games, <clears throat> even if you have the most powerful computer ever... The game developer is going to want to make it so it's pretty accessible, so they can't. Sure. They're going to have to, you know, make games that also work for like a four hundred dollar computer. Like lowest common denominator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they have to. It's kind of like the difference between Android and Apple. Apple, <laughs> Apple plays to their their own stuff, and Android's right, right, kind of right. have to play to a lot, and so you get like slower. Oh, that makes sense. Slower yeah. pieces of technology out of it. And that's the same thing with Macs too. Yeah. Macs and Windows. Right. 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 I never really thought about it, but I mean, it makes such a difference. I guess that's why Apple's just so clean. Yeah, it just so works. Good. It yeah. just works. They know everything's built for the software. Like all the hardware in there is meant to work perfectly with the software. Have you pushed your new toy anymore? I don't all? think I can. <laughs> honestly, I, if you guys don't know, I got this. I got a new 16-inch MacBook Pro. 
64 gigabytes of RAM. Super you know? upgraded. Yeah, yeah. It's literally just max spec out. Yeah. Um, minus the storage. <clears throat> but I can't. I can't push it. It's impossible. <laughs> it doesn't slow down. Yeah, I'm like working on Premiere Pro, and you know, traditionally with my old computer, it was, I mean, it was like six, seven years old, and so I was editing at like one fourth quality. Yeah. And like whatever the lowest quality I could get it to be, so I can like kind of see the picture, <laughs> but it's super blurry. And you don't get you don't get the full effect, and so now I just edit completely everything on you know full rendering full full quality that's gonna be cool and it's like it's seamless no no delays no stopping i haven't had it have an issue and it's it's gotten to the point where i get frustrated if something's like 720p now i've I've become a snob (laughs) right god i i'm not watching anything that's not 1080 (laughs) at least (laughs) my eyes deserve better than that for sure (laughs) i I believe that (laughs) No, but it's like, it's crazy how much a powerful machine, like, you don't need it. Because obviously you can still do a lot of things. There's a lot of workarounds to export a product that's high quality. It's just, you sacrifice, what, time? Yeah. Um, It seems like Apple got, with this product, they got too ahead of everybody else. They went hard in the paint. Um, I mean... Because if you, you know, if it doesn't slow down, like, what is everyone else doing that's making, like, what is Adobe doing? (laughs) Their software should be better. (laughs) It should make these computers slow down just a little bit. It's true. But, I mean, I guess that's the thing with, like, Mac specking it out. Yeah, that's crazy. I guess hopefully it's a little bit future-proof. Right, right, right. Um, And that it can take it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it ages. But, I mean... I was working with my old laptop because I had to pull some stuff off of it, mm-hmm. and I was surprised. Like it's still, it's still fine. It's Mac, yeah, yeah. It's still. I mean, it does everything that like ninety percent of people need their computer to do. Right. My only. I mean, I guess the issue was the internet connectivity because that started bugging out. But I bet if I cracked it open, you could just like <laughs> plug it back in or something. Yeah. You know, I'd beat the crap out of my computer just like holding it in my backpack and then like traveling to multiple countries you right. know, using it on the road trip like that's what you're supposed to do with it though you know yeah i mean it is supposed to be like it's a tool it's a yeah, tool exactly and if it's that's something that casey Neistat says a lot i think where like that's why he breaks so many cameras because he's like i don't care you're gonna just, beat your shit up <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna get the shot that i want to get um oh, he's got money yeah that's the, that's <laughs> the other thing it's like do i really want to replace this <laughs> Um, but that's something I do with my camera. I think I was looking through some old footage. I don't know if you ever like just go back and like look through footage you Sometimes, shot a long yeah. time ago. And so I was looking through like this Peru footage, which I should edit and make a video. Right. Um, but I was <laughs> I was looking and we were in the middle of the desert and it is so windy and sands flying everywhere and I was like, all right, this these shots right here are the reason my camera broke. One hundred percent. Right. Just well, killing it. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a shot right here where I was, like, recording and, like, the other guy had his camera. He's like, man, you got no bag or anything? I was like, no, fuck it. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting the shot I want to get. That's what I said in the clip. Jesus. I was like, yep, that's that's why my camera. <laughs> that's why it's done. But it's repaired, whatever. Yeah. I think it's a little slower, I'm guessing. Oh, really? Like the shutter? Not the shutter. Well, I have the shutter set on, like, I have it set on low. Because um, you can do, like, the super high shutters. Right, you know, yeah. Um, 
But I think like the autofocus is just a little slower. Huh. I could be wrong. I mean, it could be right. Yeah. But uh I mean it still works. It still gets the shots I need. You could always try to update the firmware. Yeah, I haven't even Which blows my mind that cameras have it makes sense because I've never even plugged my camera but, into a yeah. laptop, which is crazy to yeah. like update it or anything. So no, neither do I. I wonder if they did that when I sent it in to fix it. They might have. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense if they did. Yeah, they might have done it. I don't know, um, but it still works. Like I, I don't really have any complaints about it, and it's probably just all in my head. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, I have been so looked... used to your computer. You're like, this camera's so slow. <laughs> it's not 1080p. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's slow. Um, but have you been looking at the B and H deals? There's some out there. Right I now. have. Are there some good ones? I think it might be a Father's Day deal. I was looking today. Oh really? Yeah. Um, God, it's it's so tough. I'm waiting for that red Komodo. Yeah, you're gonna. No, I'm not gonna get it obviously yeah but there's uh there's this lens sigma sigma has a 24 to 70 did oh, you yeah? know that i did not it's a 24 to 70 28 and it's priced at like a grand really maybe 1100 or something right. like that it's piqued my curiosity because um, it's kind of the same as sony's but half the price <laughs> yeah literally yeah it's half the price of sony's you know 24 to 70 G Master. Um, How big is it? It's almost the same size, slightly smaller. Yeah. Um, but it seems like re- I've only looked at one review and it said good things. Yeah, I'm sure it's a good lens. Yeah. That's the cool thing about Sony is they opened up their stuff for other developers. Right, yeah. To, you know, move into that space. Smart. It is smart. Get more lenses. The consumer yeah. wins. Um those you keep forever lenses oh oh yeah so it's tempting tempting for sure yeah but i guess i need to you know buy food to eat that's true and i've actually been seriously like looking at cars now oh god just kind of sucking it up like oh god i might have to do this which is unfortunate there's many routes you can take you could take the you could take the under ten thousand with like an older like Civic or something like that. Yeah. And that'll sit by older I mean like ten years old. Um so like twenty ten Civic. That's a new car if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'd say you'd probably get probably another ten years out of it. Yeah. Uh you know, assuming you get the right one. Um I just don't know what I'm looking for. Like, cause I'm I know I should probably get a car, but I don't, like, really want a car or care enough to be like, I want this model, I want these accessories, yada, yada, yada. I'm just browsing, like, Facebook Marketplace or used car sales. Yeah. there's. I mean, there's so many cars out there. Yeah. Um, I I think, I mean, like, a Prius would be great, you know? A Prius would be amazing. You just never fill it up, ever. (laughs) Never. It's crazy. they hold their value so well. That's the disappointing part. You're looking at 2010 Priuses, and you're still paying over 10 Yeah, you're paying, like, a decent amount of money. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Um, I mean, it makes sense that they hold their value because they just drive. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't stop. I don't, it's hard for me to justify anything other than 
a Honda or a Toyota. If yeah. you're going purely practical, right. Subarus are like almost there, but they, <laughs> they have <Hey>. like <laughs> apparently they have some issues with them. Yeah. Um, but Hondas and Toyotas, man, for the most part, <clears throat> they just work. Right. I'd get a Subaru. I'd definitely get a Subaru. I, I would get a Subaru too, <clears throat> but nothing else. Those are nothing other three. than those two. Uh, yeah. If you're going like purely practical, not Kia. Kia doesn't still have your heart. Oh man. Kia's. Kia might be the worst car brand out there. <laughs> They're the cheapest car brand, though, yeah. I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, I have a. Yeah, my car's not even old. That's the crazy part. What year is it? <laughs> it's a 2013 oh, wow. Kia Forte. And I guess I, I mean, I've driven it pretty hard. It so. makes horrible sounds, though. Oh, it's it screams every time <laughs> I use it. It wants me to put it out of misery. But yeah. um, it's a 2013 Kia Forte. 105,000 miles on it. So not even like apparently the average should be a fine car. Yeah, it should work. I think <clears throat> any new car, you know, I'm just saying like any car in like past 2005 probably uh, yeah. should probably get more than 200,000 miles. Did you buy it used? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, it was used for like, it was like 20,000 miles. Right. So, oh god, that's nothing. Yeah, it's by all means that's that's a new car, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Without paying, paying that, like, extra couple grand on the top. Right. Um, and it was, it was in perfect condition. That's the way to do it if you're looking to, instead of buying a new car, buy, like, a basically new car and just search around. Yeah. <clears throat> but, like... I just don't know if I want a car that's going to last me, like, two or three years, or should I go ahead and get me a car that'll last 10 or 12 years? I would say that's the scary. Thing. I would go for the like eight to ten years. Yeah, I feel like that's a safe. You'd probably be in a safer spot financially in eight to ten years. Yeah, because um, you just need to get it through these early years of like adulthood life. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I'm thinking. Like, if I get a new car, I, I don't know. I'm expecting my car to break any minute now. <laughs> yeah. um, so I also have been like kind of in the car market. I think I'm going Subaru Outback. Oh hell yeah. Uh, I think I think that's the car that fits my needs. Yeah. Um, and it's not the most practical because obviously you can get like a fucking Corolla for, I don't know, $8,000. Yeah. And it will drive longer than the Super Outback. <laughs> but I want, I want a little bit of luxuries. You want the love. <laughs> you want the love. And the four-wheel drive. That's a cool feature. Let me get to the mountains. That's true. Yes, please. I don't know. We've never used a four-wheel drive, or I guess it's all-wheel drive. Yeah. Or whatever, with our Subaru. Apparently, you're supposed to, like, flatten the tires if you go drive out on the beach. Yeah. Or, like, kind of let the air out. You you flatten them a little bit because then the, the tires mold to the sand and you get some more traction. Right. That makes sense. Uh, same thing with your, like, going off-road, I think. Yeah. That would be sick. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool indeed. I've never taken a car off road. It sketches me out. Yeah. Actually, that's a lie. <laughs> when I was all right, so when I was in high school, all my neighborhood friends were, you know, they were probably sixteen. I was fourteen. Right. Um, and so they were. <laughs> we do some crazy stuff. <laughs> but this one kid, <clears throat> who had a he had a, like an old Subaru Forester. We'd take that car. He'd pick us up, and we'd take that car, and we'd go to, like, a local neighborhood development site. Right. And at the time, like, neighborhood 
development was really slow so there's just a lot of dirt everywhere right and so did he take that thing and we get air in the supermarket oh going on like these off-road the things, little mounds yeah, and doing stuff. donuts and one time there was like a small valley so we're coming downhill and then it, you see like it goes uphill at the bottom of the valley right and there's a puddle right there and he's like all right <laughs> We're about to make a big splash. <laughs> and he hit it, and it goes way deeper than we thought inside the puddle. And you just hear, bam, like a crash. <laughs> and so we make it we make it back up out of the out of the ditch. And um, you look at his car, and his, his like, outer body is, like, just cracked Oh, everywhere. God. That's he didn't funny. care. He was, <laughs> he was such, like, a, oh, he didn't care about anything. LOL. Um, what is he doing now? Do you know? I honestly have no idea. But, because I didn't hang out with him that much. He was just, like, one of the neighborhood kids' right. friends right. Um, who was on the baseball team. My neighbor was on the baseball team, so that dude was on the baseball team. Right. And, um, yeah, so he was, uh, what am I saying? Yeah, he actually dated the older sister of my first girlfriend that I dated for a long time. Huh. Which is so weird. Interesting. And, like, me and him, like, I mean, we talked a lot at the time. Um, but then when I started dating that girl, they had like broken up and they hated oh, that dude. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I hate that dude yeah, too. He's the worst. That's funny. Um, small world. So have you, know. have you seen how we have to wear masks now? Yeah. Legally probably. or something. Or I guess you don't technically when you're at home. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. The thing is whenever I leave Wake Forest, it's like, well, whenever I leave my neighborhood, I'm right in Raleigh. Like literally right in Raleigh, so right. Closest grocery stores are in Raleigh. It's oh right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I just live right on the edge, but it's nice. It's nice because I was going to Lowe's Foods. Uh, and finally, like everyone's yeah, finally wearing everyone's them. wearing masks. You it's, should have to wear them in grocery stores and stuff inside. I agree. It's. I think I saw one person without a mask, huh. um, but just immediately tackled. Oh yeah, arrested. We all hazed them. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, just kidding. I don't know. That that stuff is extreme. When you're like mask shaming people, I'm like, does it doesn't even matter, right? Like just just get your groceries and get out. That's yeah. that's what I'm thinking every time I go in there, because we are spiking, I guess technically, right? Yeah, and it's only going to go up more because you know if it's yeah. the two week delay or whatever. This is from like kind of Memorial Day weekend or whatever, and back then, but now with all the protests. I mean, in a week or two, it should shoot up. Oh, yeah. You see, I guess, what's today? No, Trump had his rally yesterday in Oklahoma. Yes. Did you watch any of it? I watched. I watched. I turned 0%. it on a little. It was, it was quiet. Really? Like, the arena, I mean, obviously, there were some people there, and it was just, you can, you know, was imagine it full? what it was. Was it packed? No, it was not full at all. Really? Yeah, like. Oh, that's exciting. And I that's saw a picture in The Guardian of it, and it was, I mean, it was definitely half full. And probably a little by, over half full, but... Was that by regulations, you think, or...? No, people were sitting right next to each other. Oh, but really? then every now and then there'd be, like, an empty seat or, like, an empty row. Ah, oh, yes. It was kind of... I mean, it's great, but I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he, you know, I think it's the end. For him? For his base, you know, for him, yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't win anybody over in his past four years. Well, his in only option opinion. now is just to kind of keep stirring the pot and yeah facilitate chaos for as long as he can and then oh, that's steal the election that's so frustrating if he does that oh god 
Okay, well, I saw... So, Kentucky just had their primary, or is having their primary soon. Oh, yeah. How'd it go? And they, well, for this one district of, like, 600,000 people, they reduced the polling places. Or there, there were, like, maybe 3,200 polling oh, places. Oh, is that when they are voting till like, 2 a.m. and stuff like that? Probably, yeah. But they reduced it by a huge factor. And so... In one district, there was one polling place for, like, 600,000 people. Whoa. Which just doesn't make any sense. It's I mean, so... <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and it was a majority black district. Yeah. Here's... Oh, it's so disgusting. You know, like, voting should be a non-issue. Voting should be, <laughs> like... Exactly. It should be so easy. President Trump literally sent out a, a text. He like he did that presidential text thing where he texted everybody's phone in the United States. Yeah, you remember? And we that? can't vote, you know, that easily. Like what? There's there's literally no reason where it's like, I think we should just have a government database where it's like your username is your social security number, and you set your own <laughs> password, and then you can just log into a website and vote. Right. It shouldn't be hard. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, it shouldn't be hard at all. It should be like, there should be no reason to wait in line to even see anybody. No. And like, it's hard to beat it. It's not like you can just add a bunch of bots and like skew votes that way if you hack it. No, because, people... Because there's a social security number attached to every citizen in the United States. Right. So if every citizen has a number, then you can't like... You can't add, you know, 500 million votes to somebody else because you have to attach that to somebody. No, I mean, you... It's it's like... I understand the fear of a, a cyber attack or whatever. But you can't But really that's do, always a fear for everything. Yeah, but you can't, you can't really do it. And I, I bet you that, like, if it's so easy that you can just, like, log into an account, 75% of Americans vote uh, as opposed to 40% now or whatever it is. It's yeah, like shockingly it though. Uh, oh yeah, not Americans that vote. Who can't? That bee just pooped. I just saw a bumblebee <laughs> poop. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. I'm sketched out by these little millipedes over here. Oh yeah. There's one here. There was two. Oh god. We're wow. here on beautiful Centennial campus today. This is actually a great spot. It is. It's nice. Yeah, we're like, we don't really have like a true overhang, but it's filled by like plants. It's like a canopy. Yeah, it's nuts. Big fan of this spot. Big fan. But anyways, yeah, Trump's going to steal the election in November. Oh, God. I mean, what do you think if he loses, he'll, he just won't leave? He'll just stay in the office? No. You know? I don't think so. <laughs> I think people will actively... I mean, I kind of feel like removed, people yeah. are on his side. Those who are on his side are on his side because he has, you know, he's in power. He's the guy. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. president. And as soon as he's gone, they're going to kick him to the curb. Yeah, I don't think there's any loyalty to him. Like, you fucking crazy If I had to person. guess, there's no... Because he doesn't have any loyalty to his people no, that right. work for him or yeah. anything. Like, he's constantly firing people who disagree with him. Firing, firing, firing. Um, so, if he doesn't have any loyalty to anybody he works with, why would they have any loyalty to him? So, the second he's out of office, nobody likes him. That's my guess. Because everyone who's worked with him... I mean, who's his like, family doesn't even like him. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> stepped away from the party. Yeah, exactly. They, they all speak bad about him. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not a good leader, and he's just, you know, good for him. He started on 
<laughs> he started with a couple runs, and like not but on first base, not on third base. He already scored by the time he was born. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if, who cares? It's not that hard to make that much money when you start with in those it, circumstances. That type, that yeah, that type of trust fund. Yeah, you know, there's, in my opinion, the only reason he makes money is because he's an agitator and he stays in the news. Yeah, I think he makes money off of persona as opposed to actual business. Right. Um, but whatever. I mean... I am scared. I'm fearful of what's going to happen. But also a little... I don't know if excited is the right word, but anticipatory, I guess. Yeah. Jittery. Yeah. I do think Joe Biden cares, and that's... Yeah. He's not my... He's not my perfect candidate, but I'm okay with him. I'm okay with him. He's... I know he's gonna care about his job. I know he cares bit. about people. Yeah. Um, I've been... Every time I get, like, a Joe Biden YouTube ad or something, have you it's the not a good ad. Like, he's... Like, it's, a, it's from his people. Yeah. And it's usually just him talking to the camera. But he, like, stutters quite a bit. <clears throat> and yeah. just like fumbles over his words. I'm like, why did you guys let this one I know through the you know <laughs> editing I, process? I agree. There's <laughs> you're hurting yourself. Yeah, I imagine he's gonna be like a George Bush, where he's like genuine, but like he's gonna get made fun of a lot for being like just dorky. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, do you see the Trump ad on YouTube? Which one for Joe Biden? Maybe I've seen one. <clears throat> it's like the. Joe Biden's not all there. He's losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> and they just show him, like, fumbling over some, like, random things. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, ouch. That one, that one's tough to overcome. But also, you just, you just send it right back. It's not like Trump doesn't have, like, crazy things that he said, you know, inject Clorox into your veins or whatever. Like, the, you, I don't know, yeah. There's just too much. What do you even say? I heard... <laughs> There's an interesting perspective where it's like Trump is also losing his mind. Yeah. Because, like, at least in the early, like, 2016 when he was, he was running, he was, like, putting together, like, sentences when he's, like, like going off the cuff. <laughs> yeah, when he's going off the cuff and all these, like, things that he'd say, even though they're ridiculous, they're, like, sentences. Coherent. <laughs> and now he's saying, like, four words. <laughs> the best the best the best like he like repeats it like all the time and like little like phrases and he's like he can't do anything off the cuff there's no it's all he has to read it or not which is tough on its own it's true that is tough on its own <laughs> but like come on no yeah it's it's just a whirlwind he's been in yeah i think he's losing his mind and you know part of it's because he's on drugs all the time but like he's he takes speed or ritalin Oh, does he? It's basically speed. That's why, I mean... Like JFK? Yeah. <laughs> but he's... I mean, what is he, 74? He's an old dude. 74 years old. 74 pe- years old people aren't supposed to move like that. They're, like, <laughs> be that energetic. They're not supposed to. Right. Especially, well, okay, I take that back. If you're a fit dude, a fit 74-year-old, you're still moving, you're still getting yeah, after yeah, yeah. it. I understand. You know, you care about yourself. But the average American. <laughs> but, like, most people, most people at 74, they're just chilling. And he, he drinks, like, like a pack of Coke a day. Oh, God. Like, just, like, he's constantly drinking Diet Coke, I think. Oh, really? I don't think he drinks water. <laughs> <laughs> I 
At this point, he probably shouldn't. Yeah. He probably hurt his system. Oh, yeah, for sure. They, it, he's just a robot on the inside. It's just like somehow he converts that coke to energy. It's just a crazy time. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. It's... I think... I think he's the, the like the sole... Re, he's solely responsible for the state of the United States. Like how... Oh, yeah. How divided we are as a nation. How, like... It's just a mess. Like, everyone's, like... I don't know. A good leader could unite... And like, or at least kinda, not divide. Yeah, not divide, but like, just set a calmness to the tone of the United States. And I feel like everything's like frantic. Like it has to be this or nothing. <laughs> I saw. Did you watch the Brett Weinstein podcast with Joe Rogan? No, I haven't yet. It's is, a good one. Is he's, he a mathematician? What is he? He's an evolutionary biologist, okay. or he was. But there's kind of a scandal-ish thing. So he was a univer- uh, a professor at a college called like Evergreen. state or ever i don't know anyways this university had a day of absence for all their african-american students where they didn't have to come or like it was just like you can stay home if you want for you know for whatever reasons oh yeah there's a rant when was that i don't remember exactly when it was it was like some sort of holiday or random i don't know if it was juneteenth or i don't think it was because class isn't in session then you know that's absolutely right (laughs) it wasn't juneteenth um, but it was someday. Okay. And so then one year, people were like, we want to flip it. We want the white kids not to come to school. <laughs> Which in my mind, I'd be like, if if I was a black person, I'm like, you want us to come to school? Like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. I don't understand why. You're gonna, uh, anyways, Brett Weinstein was a professor, and he was against this idea. I, I, don't, I don't know his verbiage or honestly exactly what he was saying. But more or less, he was like, I think this is a bad idea for yada 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 and in my opinion you know maybe neither day should happen and so he was almost instantly termed a racist um and bigot yeah and saying that he hated black people by not obviously not all the school but a pretty good portion of the population and so and he but he wouldn't back down he would say look this is what i think and this is why i think it and these are my opinions and there are videos of him like saying like, look, I'll listen to you guys, but you have to listen to me here. And his kid's just yelling at him saying like, we're not going to listen to you. You're a fucking racist. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And eventually the university, uh, they called for his him? resignation, but no, the university didn't kick him out. They oh, said, oh, bold move. I like it. Yeah. Like he's like, this is what he's saying. There's no real reason to make him resign. Yeah. Eventually he did leave because the harassment was too much, I think. I'm sure. But you know, so. Okay. So, well, yeah. So the main point is like, his thing was like, this is going to happen, you know, but way more widespread where you can't even kind of start to hint at yeah. opposing the mainstream, the, the most anarchical yeah. ideas. That's kind of true. I think that starts with the president, though. It's like, hey, let's calm down. Let's. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. In my opinion, the right, the right is absolutely incorrect and the left is also absolutely incorrect it's just yeah it's like they're too far they're too far um you know i think real people operate in the middle and nobody or at least just listen to everything yeah yeah like obviously some stuff is you you need to progress the the country and 
all you know income inequality you know racial injustice all the all these things obviously need the agenda needs to be pushed Mm -hmm. but you know if you're canceling people over nothing and the ironic thing is that that made him famous yeah it did because i mean he's a well-spoken guy he's a really smart dude yeah he's super smart um because i listened to an old one with him um yeah he's a well-spoken guy and you wouldn't know his name if he didn't have like you know he 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 expressed his opinion correctly i still didn't even know who he was until i saw the podcast yeah i mean he expressed his opinion correctly he wasn't really offending anybody if you actually listened to what the guy was saying I mean, or even if he did, like, what's his opinion? I mean, it wasn't outlandish. That's the thing. That's no, it, and it wasn't obviously racist. Yeah, that's. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's like, you go too far, because like, if you have an opinion, and then like like the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. when people get mad at people for just posting the black tile, and they start like outraging against those people right the person who's posting that black tile is obviously on the side of the black lives matter movement right and they just want some change but you can't like you're supposed to win them over it's like yeah yelling at people yelling at people only yeah it only ruins your case but i mean that's just like the humanitarian side of everything Everyone, I think everyone should be forced to read the book Never Sweat the Difference. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's game-changing, honestly. Right. It's a short book, too, right? Yeah, yeah, like two, 200 pages, probably yeah. 300 pages, maybe. Um, but if you can just, like, operate in a zone where you don't really... He calls it tactical empathy. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't have to, like... You don't have to agree with what the other person's saying... You you like understand their perspective and that's it, nothing more. Right. And yeah. That, that's empathy. I think people construe empathy with sympathy, mm-hmm. but they're different things. Yeah. Empathy is just understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you kind of operate in that zone, everything gets done more effectively. Yeah. Um, on top of just like, there's certain ways to go about things that are more effective. You know, you don't want to yell at somebody to get what you want. Yeah. You can kind of get what you want if you're just a real person and being straight up. It is hard, though. It's hard not to oh, it's hard be to, in it's some so MAGA supporters' faces. Oh, it's you know? so hard. It's so hard. But, yeah. I mean, the same way what they're doing pisses you off, what you're if you doing, send it right back, yeah. it'll piss them off. It, you don't win anything. I it, think the base is shrinking, though. Oh. Trump's base, so I, I think we might be all right. For sure. For Another sure. theory this dude, Brett Weinstein, had, his idea is let's, let's kind of restructure how the um, executive branch works. And so instead of, you know, people running for the president, we draft two people. And we say, it's your time. This is your duty. You draft Come serve somebody? your country. I mean, obviously, they have to agree, but, you yeah. know. You draft the rock. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> well, his idea was... The two people. One, the general who killed bin Laden. And he's kind of a more rightish dude. Interesting. But nonetheless, a patriot and like I'm sure he's a great honorable leader. person. Yeah. yeah. And then the other person is Andrew Yang. He's oh, kind of a little left. Yes. And I mean he obviously wanted the job. Uh, yeah. 
And so, like, with that, so one of them is president for four years, and then they flip. <laughs> and then you do that until one of them has been president for two terms, and then you get another person. Interesting. And that way, it's just like, you know, the country's like, look, it's kind of like we're the behind Senate you. Where you like vote on we half trust the Senate you. or yeah. whatever, a third of it. And his other main point was like, it's not really how smart your fucking president is or how much they know about economics or whatever. It's who they listen to and who their advisors are. That's know? the thing. That's what. And can they just use critical thinking skills? Yeah, it's the... an easy job when you think about it. Yeah, because the president. <laughs> The president doesn't have to be that smart. No. Um, obviously, well, they have to be smart socially in the in that they have to express... Like interpersonally. Yeah, they have to express ideas and communicate ideas to the general public. Yeah. Um, and kind of push the agenda that way. But, you know, if if there's these social issues, you should just create... I mean, those are all inherently kind of subjective. Yeah. If there's like... Like the Black Lives Matter movement, you see that there's a problem. Mm-hmm. You see, you you know it's uncovered. The rocks un unturned, or no rocks un the rocks uncovered. Yeah. And you see there's a problem, and so you just create a social, like, task force, on like the most brilliant minds in the country because I'm sure they'd be willing. But also like community leaders. Yeah, exactly, community leaders, and yeah. they work on this issue together, and then they present it to you. Because they're gonna have, yeah, they're gonna have a more formative opinion on how things and should know change. Know how to do so. And the thing is, you also need opposing views in that task. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you need, you need everybody at the table, who belongs at the table, and they don't have to all agree with it. They shouldn't all agree with each other, actually. Right, but they should all want to help people. Yeah, and so they should, they should come up with something. And then, as the president, you just say, "This is what they came up with." And this is how we're going to implement it. it. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Because you can create, like, you can create some powerful teams as the president. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't, (laughs) there's no reason for you to know anything other than you're putting these people together because they're the most powerful people. You are the most powerful person in the world. (laughs) Yeah. They they want to work for you. If they, if this is an opportunity to better humanity, most people would jump at that opportunity, I imagine. If there was, you know, a leader who would listen to them. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. There's too much money involved. Yeah, that's another thing. It, like the system clears just the line. fucked up, yeah, and corrupt. And uh, it's almost impossible to win without even on money. the left. I mean, the right is kind of both sides are messed up. Mainstream yeah. funding is like NRA yeah. or oil or whatever. Yeah, but then apparently the left is more kind of like pharma and healthcare, and like that's where they get a lot of their money. Pharmaceutical stuff or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's weird because. You can't win without money. No. Uh, and but if there was ever a time for a third party, now's seems the time. like now's the time. Oh yeah. Is if there was someone who looked a little better than Biden, obviously <laughs> you, you just don't want to split the vote, you know, and fuck That's up. That's the scary thing. You split the vote, Trump yeah. wins. So maybe now's not the time, but. But I don't know. You, you push somebody out like. I don't know. You listen to the Jocko podcast? A little. Oh, I love that dude. But yeah. <laughs> his idea was The Rock. The Rock is president. Rock would win. I don't, <laughs> I don't think The Rock would lose. But I've been thinking this for a while. Like somebody, 
I don't actually just The Rock. The Rock and Oprah. You put them together. The Rock and Oprah. Wow. What I mean, a power duo. It doesn't have to be a political person, as we've seen. Yeah, I mean, he just has so much influence. Like, <laughs> who in this <laughs> country has not crazy. heard of The Rock? Yeah. Or, or Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't know. You need... If an independent runs, you need somebody with that type of influence. You can't get some, like... Joe Blow, who who runs, who's a CEO of like Texas Instruments. You remember, you remember Hillary's VP? What was it like Tim Kaine or something? No, I don't. Exactly. Remember. Who the <laughs> fuck was that guy? <laughs> what a loser! Oh my god. Hillary got lazy. That's what you don't need. Yeah. Well, but also, I heard her health was depleting on that on that campaign. Oh really? I, I don't know. I feel like, like anyone's a, health would degrade yeah. on a campaign trail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. You're meeting too many people. Yeah. That's a blow to the immune system already. <laughs> Man, imagine how strong their immune systems are, though. Right. From meeting so Shaking many people. Shaking so many hands. I bet you get so sick, like, yeah. your first, like, six months in office. <laughs> and then after that, you're, like, just Superman. Yeah. That's probably why Trump hasn't died from the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, even shown any effects. If he got it. Maybe he has. Maybe he's just crazy drugged up. That he, yeah. With, like, all the, the upgrades, all the downers. The virus doesn't even recognize him as yeah, a person. They just don't even want to go in there. Like, what is this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. out of here. Just, just a war zone. They're just coke in his veins. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, this is terrible. That would be so funny. Can That'd you imagine? The virus just doesn't even want to go inside Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid idea. <laughs> Another th- another on that same Brett Weinstein is, I don't know if you'd call it his theory, but he has a hypothesis that yeah. COVID was from the lab in China, the Wuhan lab. Not not purposely, like yeah, but they were studying it and it somehow got out. Because funny enough, his specialty in college or in grad school was bats, mm. and like that's what he studied. Nice, <laughs> and he was like, it's more, it, it's tougher than you think for a virus to jump from one species of host to another species. Right. And then become a pandemic. Like, it could happen, but it's not as likely as we may think it is. And so, he said he kind of went down the rabbit hole and was looking into this. And it's not entirely implausible that it started in this lab. They were studying it, and they were studying how it can be transmittable... To humans? Humans. To humans, which is why... Yeah. It kind of became a pandemic so early. I, which is interesting. I don't know. That was an early opinion of mine too. Because have they ruled out that it wasn't from the wet market? They, they haven't ruled it out. They haven't ruled it out that it wasn't from the lab. Like there's a oh, really? investigation. Of right, that, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, the world would explode though if that came out. I mean, that kind of research would be gone. Maybe. Right. Maybe. But maybe you double down on medical research and just kind of lock down more. Yeah, the thing is, I don't know. It's so tough to say because, like, there's still things that can go wrong. I'm pretty sure, like, they, a while ago, I don't know what disease or virus it was, but it was, like, we'll say it's smallpox. It's totally made up. It could be <laughs> something else. But they were, t- they were working on it, and the lab was super secure and everything, and yeah, everyone was in hazmat suits and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. their oxygen was coming in through a tube. Right. Um but the vents, the vents didn't have a strong enough filter. So the guys in the office, you know, upstairs, 
got the disease they were working <laughs> on. And that's how it spread. That's so stupid. You know, well, come on. But the thing is, it's so hard to know everything. Yeah. Every security measure. Yeah. And like inevitably... You study those things in urban areas, though, right? Like, go it? do that in Antarctica. <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, if you're in China, there's like... It's literally just city and then almost yeah. nothing. Like, the population is it's just true. drastically very, very dropped rural, off. From, yeah. yeah, super rural. But it it's so tough. It's like... Inevitably, something will go wrong somewhere. Mm-hmm. If something can go wrong, it will go wrong. Whatever yeah. law that is. Um, you don't... What law is that? Man, that's going to kill me. Murphy's Law? Is that Murphy's Law? I think it is. Or is is. that like... No, I'm pretty sure... Occam's Razor? One of the two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Murphy's Law. Um, And I believe it. I I know they're testing coronavirus. It's known that they were testing on bats and they're working with Mm -hmm. coronaviruses. Um, And so it's possible. It's just... I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's very possible. And the thing with China is... We don't know what the fuck is true coming out of there, you know? Exactly. That's the thing. The government, and that's what happens in a communist dictatorship government. Um, they they control whatever information gets out there. Yeah. And, like, their internet is not the same as our internet. We have, right. we have more access than they do. Um, and so, I mean, it stinks. It stinks that, like, there's still countries that live like that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But... It wouldn't surprise me. No, nothing surprises me But what me do you anymore. do about it, even if you find out it's like that? It was from the lab. Maybe China gets their restrictions taken away, or that lab gets taken from them? I don't know. I mean, I guess more lockdown measures are, or as lockdown in the sense of, like, in the labs, or just more yeah. protocols. Because by, you know, world standards, well, it's here, that lab know. is, I mean, that lab is as high-tech as they come. Right. And as secure as they come. Yeah. So, I think they carry, like, over a thousand viruses in there. Really? I don't know, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah, scary. isn't that sketch? That, yeah. But, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. I have been thinking about leaving North Carolina, though. I don't oh, know really? when. Chicago? Nah, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> when. It'd probably be, like, two or three years from now. Have you applied to, or how's your job search going? It's going okay. Yeah. I I did get the Rocky Mount. Hell yeah, but nice. I can't take it. I can't take it. Oh, uh, you don't want it? No, it's like it's fifty six minutes of driving. Yeah, it's pretty far. One way. <laughs> but it's it's, it's a good, good thing, thing to get, get a job, job get an offer. It is. Feels good, right? Yeah. No, it is a good it's a good thing. I would say like everywhere I apply, there's probably like a fifteen day delay before I get a response. Right. Which is annoying. Even for an interview, you mean? Yeah. Right. For the interview. Right. If I get an interview. Um, what about Duke? What happened there? I no, don't know. It no says no they're still looking at all applicants according to my application portal there. Right. That'd be cool. That'd be sick. Uh, but I don't know. Um, so it's still looking. It's really weird because I guess I'm like on actively seeking for jobs, something I haven't done before. Right. And so you see when new jobs are posted. Right. And you're like, you're checking the updates every day. And then what I have been doing in this process, what I've found is like, I'm like constantly iterating my resume to the point that it's like, I mean, it's pretty sharp. 
Yeah. I don't know. Sure. I feel like I've gotten really good at resume stuff. Right. That's good. Um, where I could be like almost an advisor towards resumes. <laughs> Hell yeah. But kind of what I've discovered is that like you need to tailor your resume to every single job you apply to. Right. You can't just use like one resume. That, yeah. That's good. You like the wording of everything changes <laughs> based on the wording of that job description. It sucks. <laughs> and it's basically you're saying the same things, but the words change. Yeah. Because the robot's looking for certain words, they're fitting a square peg in a square hole. Right. That's that's how it works. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, I think that is what would increase your chances to get an interview. But so then, where might you think? Besides North Carolina? I don't know. Texas seems like a good spot. Interesting. Texas seems like a... a Anywhere in particular? I don't know. Austin. Austin, Texas seems cool. I hear good things. Yeah. Um, What I like about Texas is it's like... It's a pretty diverse state. In that... I mean, I guess there's a lot more Hispanic people there. There's just Mm -hmm. a lot of Hispanic people there. Especially like San Antonio where it's like... San Antonio's cool. Yeah, it's like... It's all Hispanic people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and no income state taxes. Yep. <laughs> that that seems amazing. It's game changing. Um, California, super cool spot. It's expensive, though. It's going to fall off the country soon once oh, that earthquake happens. I know. That might be a good thing, though. Maybe you're your own nation now. <laughs> California. California is a islands. country. Yeah. Uh, they just turn it into a resort. You have <laughs> Atlantis, California. The whole state. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That'd be cool. Cal- have you looked at jobs in other states? or Nah. Uh, this would be like a year or two move. Yeah. Probably, if I did it. I think I'd stay here for master's. How long is that program? Two years? Two years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if I do it full time. Right. Um, I don't know. I think it's time to get out, though. Yeah experience something else you've been here a while well i guess you've You've come from other states i've been here longer than you (laughs) yeah what are your thoughts i don't know i mean i posted the uh the wedding highlight on like a facebook group how'd it go got a lot of fucking responses was it good yeah well it was a good video but apparently she wanted just more shit in it like shots of the little wooden names on all the plates or like because i mainly just used it was like two minutes long it's just a highlight right and i used rick's speech the groom or his little toast or whatever oh that was a good because that was just the most heartfelt shit you oh know? yeah it was a good speech so i just used that but she wanted like stuff her dad said and you know speeches from the best man and i was like that just didn't i was like whatever and so i'm gonna add that stuff and i was like it's not gonna be as good <laughs> but i'll huh. do it yeah interesting but a bunch of people have responded to that saying they want shit and um, so I might, you know, if I can make like five or six thousand dollars, you know, by the end of the year, just doing weddings, that'd be awesome. Oh, do it. But um, I don't know. I mean, that would I gotta, be huge for you. I mean, yeah, that would be, be a secure gig. Yeah. And what's cool about that is <clears throat> your experience almost translates anywhere with how you're marketing. How do you mean? Um, cause like running a business, you are unquote. like you are going through Facebook through those yeah. group messages. And so, obviously, if you kind of develop a name around yourself in the Raleigh area, you know, people, oh, we had an Addy do our videos. Yeah. Let's, let's get Addy to yeah, do this go. video over here. So you obviously get that. Mm-hmm. But if you move somewhere, you can kind of pick that up again 
and your experience is still there. No, wedding weddings are a great <clears throat> niche to. I, it, it's not super. Um, what's the fucking word? Not secure, but like it's not a guarantee. You know that yeah. you'll be successful, but like if you know what you're doing, you've been doing it's it a for good a little source while. Of income. Yeah, yeah. Because it's and you don't have to do it full time. <clears throat> exactly. You just yeah. do a, a you know a weekend, and you can make a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Exactly. It's a good niche to be in as a as a photographer to have that in your back pocket because it's it's something that's always going on and they pay pretty well. They pay the bills. Yeah. Thing is, I don't want to get like pegged as a wedding, wedding videographer. Like, I am not changing my website at all to make it look like I do weddings or anything. Like that's your specialty. Yeah. Like it's just gonna be kind of my arts. I don't know if RC is the right word. Whatever. It won't have wedding stuff. That's for Facebook. (laughs) But anyways, yeah. I don't really know what I'll do. I don't know if if grad school is on the table. Obviously, grad school is not on the table. But is grad school on the table? (laughs) Is grad school on the table? (laughs) I don't know. Just to like... But I I would do something that is not at all related to communication. Interesting. You know, because I haven't learned a single... I mean, I've learned like calm theory stuff and yeah. had intellectual conversations and you like get your like NBA. scintillating like <laughs> things like it's cool but related to video production uh, we've talked about this on the podcast like yeah don't need school for that you're like teaching the professors <laughs> like literally that's or so i hear that's what ben says yeah but the only appealing thing about grad school is that it's just kind of more structure and a little looser so you can kind of do other stuff and figure stuff out i don't think it'll happen but i just want to be open-minded yeah it's a good it's a good crutch <laughs> yeah that's a good Honestly. way to put it it's a good crutch <laughs> a very expensive good good old crutch yep it's the one where you can like tell people you're doing it and people aren't like oh you're like wow that's what you're doing no people are like oh that's really cool yeah, yeah you're like you. doing something yeah, you're, you're doing, doing something, something for real and Meanwhile, in the back of your head, you're like, I guess I I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't, just bought a car. I honestly have no idea if that feeling of, like, what am I doing is ever going to go away. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't no, think, I don't it, think it does. Yeah. I don't think it does. It's like you're just constantly in a state of, like, what is going on. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing is in control, but you're still moving forward. And then only, I think, it'll only get worse in, like, your 30s and 40s. And then once you get a little <laughs> old, you're like... This is how it is. It'd be like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just accept it. Yeah. I don't know. I have been looking a lot into, what's it? I guess, like, retirement financial plans or sort. Interesting. Sort of. Like 401k. I guess not retirement, but, like, financial Seed security money. Yeah. plans. Right. Um, and how, how you can really just, like, take your money and put it into something that makes you more money. Right. And that that comes by like living humbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you know buying a property here or there mm-hmm. or cuz you don't need that much money to put down put down on a property. You could like you could get a house for like $6,000 and then rent it. Yeah. Right. Stuff like that. And then that pays your mortgage. Yeah. And you take out like a 30-year loan. And so like say we bought a house you bought a house at 30 years old. Mm-hmm. By the time you're 60, nearing retirement age, mm-hmm. that 30-year loan is paid off because your renters just paid your rent and some, you know, you get a little two, 300 bucks, probably right. more yeah, on know. top of that yeah. into your pocket every month. Right. 
and then thirty year loan is paid off. Now you're getting the full, you know, two thousand dollars a month directly <laughs> yeah. into your pocket. All right. By the time you're thirty, yeah, and it's like, or by the time you're sixty, it's like, wow, you can really start growing some income fast if you just right. you start early, you be patient, and you just do it's it. It's a good move. That's a safe, and the arguably thing, safe move, I think. Yeah, the thing is, like in a recession. People are more likely to rent homes than buy them. Yeah. It's like there's so much winning if you're, <laughs> if you're smart about it. If you're at the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you have money, oh, it's, it's so – there's so much winning. There's like I – was, I was reading another thing by this guy, and it's like turning $100,000 into a million dollars is a battle. Really? Yeah. But turning – like $10 million into $15 million is inevitable. <laughs> like, Interesting. That's what he was saying. Yeah. It's like that first jumps, those first growth yeah, opportunities yeah, yeah. of money are hard. Right. But once you have money, your opportunities are like exponential. You can, right. You can buy things. You can, if you're smart about it, like you can live free. That's, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't need a job. You, you could, you're just making money. You're paying, you're paying your own bills by just making the right moves. And then you can pursue what you want to pursue. And I think right. that, that's amazing. I think my dream is to just buy a nice shitty little homestead somewhere and not live there. Just go, you know, travel and live other places. But then, you know, if I need to just... Settle take down. a few months yeah. off i just go you know kind of like the house and fight club <laughs> yeah you know? that's basically what i'm imagining some shitty place like that but, but if you have a constant revenue stream you don't have to work all these other jobs to yeah. like get in the way of you doing that traveling oh yeah so it's like you grind it out early maybe i should look at buying houses <laughs> instead of a car <laughs> <laughs> and then rent it out <laughs> Yeah, you you can buy your house, but you can't leave. Or just like no an car. Airbnb, but then when I need to come back, when I come back, and that's where I live. Speaking of Airbnb, yep. they are struggling, dude. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like they went from a company that was, you know, they're about to go public, and like you're about to like invest in their stocks and stuff, and right. now they've delayed that. They're cutting 25 percent of their workforce. Really? And they they kind of converted their website. I don't know if you looked into Mm-mm. now. You can do like monthly stays at places. Almost huh. like rent. Right. Um, there's not a lot in the Raleigh area. Is it still like you pay, you obviously pay like a lump sum. Yeah, it's a lump sum monthly. But it's cheaper than if you it's, were paying a daily rate. considerably cheaper? Because that know. could be like a fuck ton of money if it was just like it depends. you like, pay by the night. Some of them, like I saw, there's like one in Raleigh. And that was like two grand a month. And I was like, okay, that's a lot. How big was it? I didn't look Like one much. person? There's only one spot. I was like, okay, I'm not looking too much. Interesting. But... I mean, you wouldn't expect them to be in Raleigh. You, you, yeah. you just rent your fucking place. You don't put it on Airbnb. Yeah, exactly. Because I was, I was looking. I was like, man, maybe we can like sneak a, <laughs> sneak a cheap place on Airbnb. Nobody's That'd be here. crazy. Um, Are you kidding? Yeah, but we can't. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, they're, con- they're converting their website into more long-term stays also, which is a, it's a good idea for them. It's good for the world, too. Yeah. Because they're basically like a real estate, not broker, but like property manager kind of. Facilitator, yeah, whatever, yeah. Without owning any of the properties. It's a great idea. I remember yeah. when it started, I was like, how has that not been around? I know. That's so smart. Genius. 
Um, but if people stay places longer and yeah. travel less, you know, yeah, it's good for the planet. It would be good. It's it's a good idea. Hopefully they stick around because I really liked using Airbnb. So helpful, especially abroad. You go to like South America. Oh, my friends uh, went traveling to Peru, like I said earlier, and so we have a group chat with those people, and they're like. They're like saying it's time to get another tattoo. Yeah, you know it's time to travel. Uh, and we were looking at Airbnbs, and it was like it was twenty two bucks a night for this like mansion really? off the coast of where? I think it was Peru again. Oh my god! But it was yeah twenty two bucks a night for a full house, and it's not just a full house. It's like it's beautiful, you know, modern architecture. Can you get there right now? I don't know. <laughs> That'd be crazy. It'd be so cool to go, but. Yeah, like I said, money might need to go certain places right now. <laughs> little, little bit of sacrifice so I can ball out in my thirties. Yeah, and the rest of my life. <laughs> You're supposed to be broke in your twenties, you know. <laughs> it's true. The twenties are about the grind, you know. That the other the other double edged sword is you have kids, you got money. Can't show them you have money. <laughs> they have to struggle on that. Yeah, own. that's true. Nobody wants a rich kid. They're not getting shit. I don't want a rich kid. No. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. It's That's a, just a stupid move, having a rich kid. Yeah, but you, so not locked down anywhere? Nowhere to go? Nah, I don't know. What's your thoughts on Raleigh? I love Raleigh. That's another big issue. That's, I know, it sucks. Because I really love Raleigh. It, yeah. But it's where I'm from. I'm not going to stay here, you know? I feel like going somewhere else draws a lot of inspiration. Yeah, or for creates sure. a Just lot a, of exactly. But Raleigh's, it's been on the come up, and it's still on the come up. There's, I mean, yeah, Silicon Valley of the East. It was ranked like one of the fucking best places to live in the world or something, I heard. Yeah, it is. It is, I think. I think it's like number two city in the United States to live in. That's nuts. As far as quality of life. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that, that is pretty crazy. I believe it. Kind of. I believe it because everything's so easy. And it's not crazy expensive. Yeah, it's really not that hard. That's the crazy part. Like in Raleigh, it's not hard to live. There's, you're not, your rent's fairly affordable. I mean, just looking on Zillow at some of the, the one place in Boylan Heights, three bedroom, only one bathroom. But it was like two grand or less than two grand it was 1600 it was 1600 for three people yeah i was like for a three bedroom like holy shit that's filthy in a great spot there's actually a lot more spots than i thought where you could rent out yeah pretty affordably if you don't limit to apartments there's a lot of stuff yeah yeah there's so much i have been considering slash my family's been considering getting a dog but it would be like my dog Oh, I saw a dog on your story. I didn't know if that was... That was not my... I would not get a corgi, but that was a friend of mine's. Oh, God, it was so cute, though. Yeah. His name was Jupiter. Cute. And usually, Jupiter. apparently corgis, like, they, people trim their tails or something. Or I don't know what the term is, but it seems like they cut their tails. So it's just a little, like, nub. But this one had a normal tail, and it was so cool. It looked like just a small little chubby fox. It was sweet. None of my dogs have good haircuts. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we just cut them at the house, and so, like... yeah. Okay. I didn't know you even give dogs. I can understand, like, a fluffy dog, but, like... Yeah, we have a fluffy dog, so... Okay, yeah. They just... It turns into, like, a giant cloud after you let it grow out too much. <laughs> right, yeah. And then you just shave it, start over. Yeah. But I think that'd be cool. 
It would be super cool to have a dog. But it kind of, well, the thing is, if we got one now, and since I'm living at home, it'd live here until I move out, get used to my family, get used to that house. And then if I ever need to go somewhere, I just give it to my parents. And he's cool because he's been there and he knows them. It's true. Because Lily couldn't, you know, she's going to go to college soon. My parents don't really, like, they're happy with Queso, our cat. They're good with him. They don't really care to have a dog. They've had dogs in their lives. Dogs are more indoor, too. Indoor? What? You let your dog gonna live outside all day? Our, our old dog did. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Kinda. No, at least, at least dog, once she got older. Your dog's your boy. He comes inside. Now that I... No, he plays when I, video games. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I think back on it, I'm like, how did we let Sadie just, like, roam around? Like, she'd just roam around the neighborhood. Yeah. And I was like, how's that allowed? Dogs are different. I don't yeah. know. It's true. You gotta have kind of an enclosed area, unless you just live on a farm. But I don't know. I feel like I'd rather just be boys with my dog and, like, oh, I'd want to, sure. like, just pet for them sure. cr- like crazy and not yeah, yeah, yeah. worry about a tick or That's something true. like yeah. that, you know, all that stuff. Well, Lily fucking, every day she, or maybe not every day, but she, like, looks for fleas and ticks on queso and really? just, like, kind of, like, cleans them. What a commitment. I know. He loves it. He just, he lays there. It's like fucking <laughs> chimpanzees or whatever. Jeez. It's pretty funny. Queso's living a good life. He does live a good... Oh, my God. Yesterday. So he's become pretty nocturnal. Most cats are, but he is especially now that it's hot. He just kind of lounges around all day and wants to go out at night. But this morning, my dad was sitting at the computer, and I guess the back door was open. And so Queso comes in and comes up the stairs, and he's got something in his mouth. Oh, Jesus. My dad looks at it, and it's a rabbit. Oh, God. (laughs) So so he catches Queso, grabs the rabbit, and puts it back outside. And the rabbit was fine. He just hopped off. What? He was, was all alive? good. Yeah, cats, they just like to catch their stuff and then let it go and catch them again. They don't really care to kill it unless oh, they have to eat savage. it. I know. And it's crazy. That man catches so much shit. I wonder what it's like to taste those, like, random animals. Yeah, like eat a rabbit. It's a weird concept because... Rabbit's good, isn't it? I, yeah, I heard it was good. I don't know. It's weird because, like, it's weird that we eat certain animals and not others. Yeah. I wonder if it's just for, like, the meat content. And that, like, that almost seems like the American way. Like, this, like chickens have a good amount of meat for their body. Well, they're easier to domesticate, too. Yeah. That's probably true. It'd be hard. Domesticate rabbits, I guess. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if I could eat one. A rabbit? Yeah. They eat them a lot in Valencia. It's, like, that's kind of... Valencia's specialty paella like it has like rabbit and lima beans like those are the two main ingredients interesting (laughs) yeah so you've had rabbit I don't know if I I think they (laughs) I might have had rabbit I might have it might have been chicken (laughs) I don't know it looks pretty similar but it didn't taste any different if you had it I I wouldn't remember obviously yeah I don't know we almost had a guinea pig in Peru really yeah it's called koi that's what they call it there Um, which is a dish they eat all the time guinea pig the thing about the guinea pig, though, we were talking to some people that we were on a bus with, yeah. and they they tried it, mm-hmm. and we were going to try it before this, but they were like, it's not worth it. Really? They have too many bones. Like oh, it's, the meat okay. amount, the amount of meat is so small, yeah. compared to like all the bones you have to work through. That is like, like just get chicken. Is it, it like a delicacy? It, I don't know. It's like, I guess it is. They eat it all the time. Like that's that's one of their favorite meals. Huh. Or, that's on the menu all the time interesting that'd be annoying as fuck and so 
That was before I got sick too. Because yeah. when I when I got sick, I was like, oh, All yeah. right, I'm not trying anything except McDonald's. Like, <laughs> we started eating some American food, like just not even American food, just straight fried food all yeah. the time. We're like, everything's gonna be cooked. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we did. And you survived. Yeah, dude. Ah, man. I wish I got more footage. I wish, I wish like, there was other filmmakers around me that was capturing some footage. Of you being sick? Of me being sick. <laughs> it was just, it was so... Diego pooped his brains out in Peru, almost died. Dude, the amount of poops I've taken in Peru probably equaled the amount of poops I've taken in the United States. <laughs> and that was, like, two, one week. It was crazy. Nothing, nothing went uh, stuck oh, to God. That's disgusting. I was going to die from diarrhea. I, I kid you not. If I didn't get those antibiotics and all that stuff... You would have died. It was over. <laughs> I was on Death Star. That's crazy. But... Whatever. whatever. We just keep going. with the adventure. I think that might be a good place to end it. Huh? Might be a good place. Diego right. pooping his brains out. That's, happens from time to time. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.